0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Hick and Roll. Um, yours truly, Hayden St. Holtz, repping the show. Today, I'm going to talk about a little bit about uh, Mellow. Uh, NBA, we got the top five in each conference. am going to break that down. Scores, predictions for this week, uh, the game of the night. And then NFL, we got scores, standings, predictions, game of the week, and Des Bryant. Uh, got a little section winter winter chicken dinner and another section dumbass of the day. We're gonna we're gonna get those two things wrapped up at the very end as well. Um so we're gonna go ahead and start off with mellow trouble in Houston. This is interesting. I think it's hard to say um exactly what I think's going on, but I don't think mellow is necessarily a cancer to a team. Uh, Everybody else seems to think this way. Everybody gives their opinion and says how they feel about Melo, and I don't really agree with most of them. They obviously don't understand what he's been doing the last, what, 10 years? Um, He scores nonstop. That's all he is is an elite scorer, and... I would have to disagree with some of his decision-making abilities. Um, he doesn't seem like he's probably the best guy to play team basketball. Kind of takes shit shots and holds the ball too long and stuck in like his old four ways Or he was a rookie. <clears throat> but he's still a guy that's good enough to contribute, and he's, he's not going to make your team worse. People who say that are fucking idiots. I... Excuse my language, but I just can't. I can't stand that people doubting on Melo. He's still one of the best in the game. Don't tell me he's not. So I'm completely with Melo, and I think it just sucks that everywhere he goes, they just want to get rid of him right away. Like bring him to the Celtics, please. I'd love to have that guy on my team. Love it. I'd love it. Um, but where I could see him going actually is to like Cleveland or shoot he could go back to the Hawks even though they didn't really want him I think he's going to probably end up going to a team that's tanking just because all the teams don't think they can win with him for some reason so I mean what team better to go to than a team that can't win and he can just shoot as many shots as he wants and get all of his numbers and then maybe at the end of the year hang up his shoes and call it a career I don't know shit uh next thing I'm gonna move on to is NBA top five in each conference. Uh in the East. We have the Raptors at number one, twelve and one looking really good to start the season. Uh Kawhi's doing big things right off the bat. Um Kyle Lowry seems to not have a problem with um with DeRozan leaving, you know, DeRozan said they were close, but maybe it's just a one-sided friendship. Maybe Lowry says, hey, shit, I got Kawhi now. I don't need you no more. So that's kind of interesting, and we'll see see what those two guys do when they meet. But the Raptors are starting off hot. Number two is the Bucks at 10-3. and 3. Um, Obviously, they have the best athlete in basketball, Giannis. Dude's a freaking... I don't even know, dude. Greek God. Something he's something else. He's huge and just does whatever the hell he wants and that's why they're ten and three. 76 sixers are eight and six. Um not really sold on them. I always have hated the seventy sixers and I don't they'll do all this jazz and they'll have all these highlights and they'll have a good record and then they'll just get their ass spanked in the playoffs, so I'm not worried about it. They're number three. Pacers are number four, eight and six. Pacers have a really good group, and I think they can make a deep playoff push. Nobody really even gives a shit about the Pacers. Like, you tell me one person, I don't even know a person who's a Pacers fan. Like, oh, hey, I'm a fan of the Pacers. No, it doesn't fucking exist. What? I feel like they have, like, no fan base. You probably go to their games, there's nobody there. But somehow they still find a way to win, and they're doing good right now. The Hornets are five. Uh, This is just bullshit, because the Celtics should be number five. They're both 7-6, and six, and I don't really understand why the NBA has the Hornets ranked at 5, but whatever. I guess enjoy it while the time lasts, because pretty soon you're going to be back down to 12th. Fucking Hornets. Jesus. Um, in the West, you got the Warriors, who are 11-2 and two at the one seed. They're always going to be the one seed. It doesn't matter what happens. Even though the Trailblazers are only one game back... Excuse me, two games back. It doesn't really matter what happens because the Warriors are the Warriors, and they're going to be number one until they lose all their players and their coach. So, and their fans. Honestly, Steve Kerr could go pick a fan out of the out of the stands and put him into the lineup, and all he has to do is spend an hour with him, and that fan could be the next Steph. So it's just ridiculous what they're doing. Trailblazers are number two, ten and three. Uh, playing really good basketball. C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard are both ballers, and people say that you can't make it work with a point guard and a shooting guard, and really only those two positions, but they have. Uh, They have really nobody else on their team that can do shit. They have Nurkic, but all he does is get dunked on. So they found a way to make it work, and they're silencing the haters And the number two seed. Uh, The Nuggets are number three, nine, and four, um, I hate the Nuggets now just because of Jamal Murray and what he did when they played the Celtics, um, trying to go for the 50-piece. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't on the court because I would have done more than kicked the ball into the stands. I would have beat the shit out of Jamal Murray. What a fucking dick move. Trash. He's a trash human being, and the Nuggets, I don't even want to talk about them anymore. Next up, Spurs at number four. Uh, they're seven and 7-4, somehow winning without their starting point guard or shooting guard. So that's kind of interesting. Actually, not their starting shooting guard, DeRozan's their starting shooting guard, but Lonnie Walker, the backup shooting guard, has been out. Um, so that's interesting. But seven and four, and Popovich is finding a way to win. Grizzlies are also seven and four at number five spot. Um, this is very interesting because it's the Grizzlies. Um, the Grizzlies, like what? The Grizzlies? The Grizzlies? The Grizzlies? Yeah. I don't... I don't know how many times I can say it, but I'm shocked every time. Uh... The Grizzlies? What? 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 Yeah, it's just something else, so... I guess... Well, if you're a Memphis fan, good for you, I guess, but... mm, It's whatever. (laughs) That's weird. Alright. Um... Let's see here. I got predictions for the NBA for the rest of the week, um... Tomorrow night, and I'm going to do a show probably each night of the week, hopefully, and just give my predictions for the next night uh, for NBA. Probably quick five-minute shows just to predict NBA because obviously there's games every night, and I really don't want to have to predict the whole week in one show because that would be not good. So I'm going to give the predictions for tomorrow night, and then tomorrow night I'll give the predictions for the next night and so on. Uh, Magic and Wizards, uh, I've got the... Wizards by 6, just because neither of these teams are good, but I think the Wizards have enough star power that they can get the job done and not blow them out of the water, but they can do okay. Uh, 76ers and the Heat, uh, this is always a great matchup because these two teams hate each other, and there's always some kind of pushing and shoving or something to watch. Um, And even though the Heat aren't doing that good, I think that the 76ers are only going to win by 2, so I got the 76ers by 2. Pelicans and Raptors. I've got the Raptors by 10. Uh people think this is going to be a good matchup. Um but the Pelicans have a lot of guys banged up. AD's been banged up, so I think the Raptors by 10 just because they're winning and they're looking good. So, Raptors by 10. Nets and Wolves. Um this is my probably my craziest prediction of the week. Um but I hate the Wolves. I think they suck. Uh, They got rid of Jimmy Butler, but that's not going to really help. And they've got new pieces they have to add, and I think they're going to come out sloppy. Uh, The Nets have been playing good basketball. They've hit, like, three game winners this season already, I think. So, I mean, they're playing pretty good. They're going to figure it out. I got the Nets by 20. So that's, that's something to watch. Jazz and Grizzlies. I've got the Jazz by 15. Uh you obviously heard me say Grizzlies like 6 times. That's just how much I don't believe in them. So that's why I have the Jazz by 15. Not because the Jazz are that great, but just because the Grizzlies are that bad. Uh the Suns and the Thunder. I've got the Suns by 3. Thunder can't seem to figure it out. Uh they got Paul George, they got Russell Westbrook, they got all these guys and even though they're hurt and guys aren't in the lineup, um you got to find a way to win and they have not, so Suns by three. Um, a couple more predictions. The Mavs and the Bulls, I've got the Bulls by nine. Uh, Luka Doncic is good. Uh, the Mavs are good. They're playing okay. Um, but Zach Levine's playing out of his mind, and I've got the Bulls by nine. Uh, Spurs and Kings have got the Spurs by 11. Uh, they're, they always find a way to get it done. And uh, they're against a team like the Kings that don't have a lot of expertise, so I've got them by 11. Warriors and Clippers, um, this really doesn't need too much explaining. Clippers suck ass. Warriors are the greatest team ever. Uh, Warriors by 25. Okay, next up, we're going to go ahead and do my game of the week. I've got the 76ers and the Heat game of the week. It's going to be something to watch. I believe it's at Philadelphia. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to probably look that up. I could be wrong. Probably would be, honestly. But uh, that's that's my game of the night for tomorrow night. You're definitely going to want to tune in and watch that. It's between that game and Pelicans and, um, shoot, who would they play? Pelicans and Raptors. Um, but just because the Pelicans aren't playing the best right now, I'm going to have to go ahead and give it to 76ers in the heat. I think that will be a special one to watch. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, that pretty much covers it for the NBA. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the NFL. Um, let's see here. Standings. I don't really want to do the standings right now. Actually, we'll go ahead and save NFL standings for tomorrow's show. That way I can beef it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. And then we can also get the Monday night game. Get those standings in. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and save standings for tomorrow night for the NFL. Um, and we'll save the scores. Why not? We'll just save both scores and standings for the NFL tomorrow night. So, look forward to that if you're a big uh, numbers kind of guy. If not, you're probably not going to give a shit. Uh, predictions for the NFL, I will do those, though. Um, Packers and Seahawks, I've got the Packers um, 24-10 to beating the Seahawks. I just think that the Packers are playing pretty good football right now, and I think that they're going to come out and they're going to get it done. Seahawks' defense is garbage, so I think that's that's going to be a big factor. Titans and Colts, uh, Titans 16, Colts 14. Uh, I think the Colts will score a couple times, but I think the Titans will top them a little bit. I don't expect the Titans to come out like they did against the Patriots. Uh, that was a one-time thing just because Deion Lewis was pissed and you know they got their way, but that's done for, and it's going to be a shit show of a matchup. You're not going to want to watch that game. Titans 16, Colts 14. Uh, next up, I got the Bucks and the Giants. Um, Bucks 21, Giants 13. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is now the starting quarterback, and that means the Bucks are back to good graces. So they're going to score a couple touchdowns. Fitz money's going to look good. Uh, the Giants will also probably score a couple touchdowns. That's why I have them at 13, but Eli sucks, and it's probably just going to be Saquon's runs. So 21-13, Bucs win that. Uh, Steelers 38, Jags 21. That's my prediction. Um, I think the Steelers are looking really good. They just hung up like a 50-piece, so uh, they're clicking, and the Jags' defense is awful, but I do think that the Steelers' defense is also awful. So, both teams are going to score a bunch, but the Steelers are going to get more. 38-21, they're going to win. Panthers and Lions, um, I like the Panthers, just because the Lions' defense is trash, um, and they've been losing nonstop. Um, I expect the Panthers to come out with this game right away. Uh, I expect the Lions to try to answer back in the fourth quarter, but they just won't have enough time. So, Panthers 30, Lions 17. Cowboys fourteen, Falcons ten. Uh, I think that the Cowboys are going to score a couple touchdowns. Uh, Zeke's going to have a great game. I think it's going to be mostly run, running, um, and the Falcons. I don't think are going to score very much. They're just not. They're not there right now. They just got beat by the fucking Browns. So yeah, I don't like them in that one. Cowboys fourteen, Falcons ten. Uh, Bengals. And Ravens, I've got the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Bengals. Um, Bengals 11 and Ravens 3. Yeah, I'm giving the Ravens 3 points, so that's a bold move, but that's a it's a tough matchup. Uh, the Bengals and the Ravens, they always play smash-mouth football, and it's always a good one to watch, and I just don't think there's going to be very much scoring, unfortunately. So, Bengals 11, Ravens 3. Texans and Redskins, uh, I've got the Texans winning by three points, uh, 27 to 24, they're gonna win, um, Desha- Deshaun Watson's been looking good, the Redskins, I honestly couldn't name you a player on their team, I feel like nobody really gives a shit about the Redskins, um, but, they do have a couple, I think they have like six of running backs on their roster, um, yeah, yeah they do, they have six running backs on their roster, So I think they're going to just run the ball. Um, Obviously, if you have six running backs on your roster, you're probably going to try to run. I would. Um, And they have Alex Smith at quarterback, and he's kind of washed up. They have, like, no good receivers. So I expect that just to be a pound-and-run game. Texans will win it, though. Raiders and Cardinals shouldn't even have to predict this game. It's complete ass. This is terrible. Oh my. What a just a garbage fest of a game. Uh I guess I've got the Raiders. Um They gotta win at some point, right? They've been losing nonstop. But yeah. Raiders fourteen, Cardinals ten. That's my score. I don't even wanna get into it really. Uh next up, Chargers and Broncos. I got the Chargers thirty to seventeen are they're gonna beat the Broncos. Um Chargers offense is like the number three offense in the nation right now so they're playing pretty good I'd say and the Broncos defense is nothing like it used to be I haven't seen a von Miller commercial in a very very long time so you know he ain't he ain't there no more he, he washed up uh, Saints and Eagles I've got the Saints 43 to 21 that's a bold prediction um, but you know the Saints are good they're they are the number one offense in football, so they're going to crush them, I think. And They've hung up 40 points before, so don't say, Oh, Hayden, what? Hayden, what are you doing predicting them to have 40 points? You know, they've done it before, and I'm, I may be a dumbass, but if any team can do it, it's the Saints. So 43-21, to they're going to beat the Eagles. Uh, Bears and Vikings, I've got the Bears 17-14. to um, Bears' offense isn't that good. Their defense holds them, which is why I have the Vikings only have 14 against them. But I think Trebisky will get it done and score just a couple more times in the Vikings and get that dub. So Bears 17, Vikings 14. Uh, next up is my game of the week. That's my drum roll. Shitty-ass drum roll. Sorry for that. Uh, but the Chiefs and the Rams, I've got another drum roll. Damn, i got to stop that. Chiefs 24, Rams 21, I've got. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to get done with his squeaky-ass little voice. And, uh, the Rams are going to take take the L. Um, so, that's that's one hell of a game, honestly. That's not the game of the week. That's the game of the fucking year. Damn. Chiefs and Rams. My God. You got the Chiefs who've lost, what, twice? And Rams have lost once? That's only three losses between those two teams. That's probably as good as anybody else's record in the NFL. So, that's that's for all the marbles, you know. Guys are going to have to strap on a pair and try to take that game. That's going to be crazy. Players spitting on each other. It's going to be nuts. Can't wait to watch that shit. Okay. Uh, so that's my game of the week. Uh, Dez Bryant. I kind of want to get into this a little bit. Not a lot. Um, Dez Bryant was a good receiver when he was on the Cowboys. I'll give him that. Um... I didn't think he was, not to say, like, I'm the best and I can predict everything that happens, but I kind of knew when he was at the Cowboys that he wasn't going to be that good because he's just one of those guys where you can tell he's in the moment, he's playing good, he's all hyped up, he's throwing the X like nobody's business, you know, and he's just, I don't know, he's a guy that was gifted with athleticism, you know, he... I don't know that he catches balls because he's that great at running routes or because he's that fast and can create separation. It's not about that. I think that in college he was blessed with his height. He'd go up and snag balls all over cornerbacks that are, what, five inches shorter than him. So I think that eventually it just caught up to him. You know, he gets to the NFL where he's got taller corners on him. And guys that are more athletic than him. And now he's older and he's had injuries. And I knew that he just wouldn't. He'd have a couple good years, but he never would be the same. And, man, it really sucks for the Saints that you pick that guy up and you're excited about bringing him in. And, what, the fucking second day of practice, maybe even the first, he fucking tears his Achilles. Like, damn, that's so stupid. Yeah, that sucks for the Saints, but good thing you got fucking Mike Thomas, best receiver in the NFL, shout out Mike Thomas. Hashtag shh. <laughs> All right, so that's the whole Des Bryant news. Not really too fond of Des, but hope he gets a good recovery and maybe he can catch a couple balls for the Saints next year. <clears throat> okay, my winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, hmm, Who do I want this to be? Ohio State's punter, and not just because not just because I'm a fan of the team um but because out of all the college football games I watched, this is the only punter he had a fucking four yard punt. How embarrassing I could go out into the backyard. no, 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 scratch that. I could have my brother go out into the backyard, no athleticism in that kid at all. He can run, he has good stamina. No athleticism other than that. His fucking legs are the size of a one by two. Like, that's how skinny his legs are. I could have him go out in the backyard. I could fill the football with concrete. And I could give it to him and say, hey, punt this thing as far as you can. And he would get that shit farther than four yards. Like, how? How? As a professional punter, not professional, collegiate punter, how can you not? How can you shank a punt for four yards? Even if you shank it, how's it go for four yards? Like, I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe if he had some nasty-ass wind that just fucking sucked that ball right behind him. But, God, man, that's just pathetic. But, anyway, even though he had that shit show of an embarrassment, and even though he was, oh, man, what am I going to do? He's thinking in his head, he's man, oh, man, I lost my scholarship. I'm going to have to go back and work at the local Wendy's. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't get discouraged. He doesn't think all that bogus crap. He goes out there and he boots the next one. And the next one, and the next one, and the next one. He's punting all day. His legs are probably so damn tired. But he just kept going and kept going. And that's what ultimately won the game was changing field position and um, his fucking golden leg. Uh, He's probably getting his legs sucked on by 50 girls right now. If that's a thing, I don't fucking know. But anyway... So, Ohio State's punter is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hmm. Let's see what I want next. It's dumbass of the day. Dumbass of the day. Um, who do I want to be the dumbass of the day? Zach Smith, also from Ohio State. Um, yeah, I guess you could say I'm a little biased uh, from Ohio State, um, but... Whatever, it's my show and I can do what I want. So the dumbass of the day is Zach Smith coming out and tweeting all this stuff about Tom Herman as if it somehow is magically going to make him look better. Dude, I'm sorry, but Tom Herman doesn't make you look like a psychopath. Sure, we all thought you were weird, um, because Tom Herman... Or whoever it was that named you, I think it was Tom, it was Tom Herman. Tom Herman named Zach Smith in that thing. That's why Zach Smith's all pissed off. It's because Tom Herman snitched on him. Dry snitched right on him. Um, so he comes out and he's throwing shade at Tom Herman, and it's not. It wasn't the whole scandal that make makes me think Tom or Zach Smith's crazy. It's this. It's what he's doing right now. Why. Why? Why? Just stay out of the fucking headlines, dude. Like, you already you already got embarrassed. Now you're just embarrassing yourself more. You're like an ex-girlfriend. Your boyfriend cheats on you, and instead of just letting it go and letting him look like the jackass, you have to come out and you have to make, try to embarrass him and everything else. He doesn't give a fuck. You think he cares that you're embarrassing him? He's already got a hotter chick. That's exactly what it's like with Tom Irvin. He doesn't care that Zach Smith's trying to snitch on him and embarrass him. Big deal. Find another wife. He has Texas. Texas is his program, and even though they're not doing that good, he still gets to run a college program. When when you Zach Smith can't even get an assistant job anywhere because everyone's afraid you're going to order two thousand dollars of dildos and send them to the fucking team practice facility. So, I think, I think you're. You're the dumbass of the day, Zach Smith. Maybe the dumbass of the year, okay? So, that's that. Um, that's today's show. Um, as always, if you want to call in, or just kidding, we don't take calls. If you want to leave me a voicemail, um, you can go ahead and do that. Just shout out a couple of suggestions. Say, hey, this segment would be better for the show. Hey, maybe you should add this, add this, take this off. Talk in a better manner. You know, anything that you think would help me make a better show for you, go ahead and send that in. Send that comment right and zip it right in here. So, but yeah, that is it for today. I will be on tomorrow uh, to predict some more NBA games and also give NFL scores and standings. I'm going to go ahead and write that down right now. Show tomorrow. Don't forget, you dumbass. Okay. That is it. So, adios, my friends. Thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram. And I think that's it. See ya.